What is going on, guys? Here to break down the four-game NBA slate on Tuesday. If this is your first time watching, welcome to my channel. My name is DK. Again, we'll be talking about some NBA DFS. Also, make content for NFL DFS as well as prize picks. If you guys are looking for premium content, you can check my Patreon linked down below. And the sponsor of the video, guys, is Prize Picks. Uh, they are a player prop site. They offer a ton of different sports. Basically, how it works is you pick two, three, four, up to five player props. You can win extra money. You mix and match sports. It's a lot of fun. So if you guys want to give it a try, make sure to use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. Um, and all right, so let's recap. I've been out last couple of videos here, salary. Uh, I've been uh, sick, stomach bug, not been fun, but I'm feeling a little bit better now and I uh, do have the energy to make this video. So let's recap the last couple nights for myself. So a few nights ago, uh, almost got a takedown, $1,500. Great night. Uh, two nights ago, Solid night, $300 win, uh, stack the magic, ended up working out in a big, big way. And then last night, uh, made a last second pivot that ended up costing me another $300, but was another great night. Uh, pivoted last second from uh, Bassey to Jang. Um, Jang, or Bassey ended up scoring uh, 27, Jang at 20. This lineup train of three people um, I was ahead of. So yeah, would have won another $300 there. So a little bit tilted about that, but all in all, it's been a phenomenal last couple days because, hey, no blowouts, no random blowouts, no injuries. Again, this is what happens. But unfortunately tonight, once again, I go overweight to the magic. Uh, random blowout. Everything else smashing. I was very high in Simons. He's smashing right now. I was very high in the two Heat guys. They're smashing. Um, so a little bit tilted about that. But hey, what can you do? Um, so let's talk about this four-game slate. And uh, we'll start off with Brooklyn and Philadelphia. So Brooklyn... Basically, everyone healthy. We do have Nick Claxton back. Last game, Ben Simmons started at the five and played a lot, played 35 minutes. Uh, but with Claxton back, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the starting lineup, right? Uh, basically, Ben Simmons has played very well over the last couple of games. He's been much more aggressive offensively. So does his, he stay in the starting lineup and they go a little bit bigger with like Irie, Royce, Ben Simmons, KD, Claxton, or do they continue to bring Ben Simmons off the bench? Um, as far as KD and Kyrie go, um, KD 11-2, a little bit hard to prioritize him. I guess it's easier to get to Kyrie of the two spend-ups, uh, but he still only played 26 minutes in his first game back. Um, I would say both are more you know, GBP-only plays. The guy that I have the most interested in, I think, is Ben Simmons. Um, played 35 minutes last game. Again, I want to see what they do with the strike lineup. If he comes off the bench, he's definitely riskier, but it is a revenge game in Philadelphia. So, um, yeah, I do like Ben Simmons. Would like him better if, he's, if he stays uh, or if he is in the starting lineup. Royce O'Neal has been smashing, except for when I play him, he goes for six fancy points, but triple-double the very next game. So happy for Royce O'Neal. Um, he's playing big minutes. I think he's totally fine, but at a similar price point, I like the ceiling better with Ben Simmons. Nick Claxton, um, I mean, so again, it'll be interesting with the new starting lineup. If if Simmons starts with Claxton, I actually like Claxton better because Simmons has been playing the backup five when they both are available. Um, so if Simmons starts, you would think that just means more minutes for Claxton. If Simmons comes to the bench, uh, I would say Claxton is definitely riskier, uh, but still relatively cheap price point. If you want to target a couple, you know, there's a couple viable options, uh, you know, guys like Joe Harris, Seth Curry on the cheap end, both guys are relatively score independent. You know, we've seen the floor of Seth Curry, but also when he's knocking down his shots, he can have a decent game. Joe Harris is pretty similar, right? He's not going to do a ton of the peripheral stats. Yuta Watanabe has been getting a decent run. Um, I would expect his mitts to tick down, but he has been playing very well of late at $4,000. did want to mention that. And moving on to Philadelphia, a team we definitely going to have some interest in. No Embiid, no Harden, no Maxi. Tobias Harris is back. And assuming no limitations, I think Tobias Harris looks great. Should be their go-to guy offensively. 
Um, so he looks really, really good there at the price point. And then I like Melton and Milton. Um, D'Anthony Melton, 7-5. I mean, it's not cheap anymore, but he's going to play big minutes. And, you know, he's going to be you know one of the primary playmakers as well as shake Milton at 5-3. I think Milton looks uh, better point per dollar than Melton, but I like both guards still. Um, again, 38 minutes last game for Melton. Uh, for Milton, Melton played 37. Um, so Harris, Melton, Milton all look really, really good. And then the two centers, I think, also look good for value. Montrez and Paul Reed, I'm guessing they're going to split the center position. Um, probably you'd feel a little bit better about whoever starts, but either way, I think it'll be a relatively even split with these two. Both are good point-per-minute guys as far as Reed and Montrez. So I like both the centers a good amount. Um, I don't mind Yang off the bench. He probably still plays big minutes even with Tobias Harris back. If you wanted to look to like a Dan Wallhouse on the cheap end, it's fine if he continues to start, but... I would expect his minutes to tick down a little bit. He's a low usage guy, so he really needs the minutes to be there. Sacramento and Memphis. So good matchup here for Sacramento. I think it's kind of the same story for them all year. A Fox bonus. They should run the offense. They're no longer cheap, though, right? 9,600 for for Fox, 9,500 for Sabonis. I think they're both in play, but neither are priority plays. In the mid-range, we have Herter, Barnes, they're both fine. I think I like the ceiling a bit more with Herter than Barnes, but we did see a big game from Harrison Barnes last game. I would say more of an outlier, though, from him. Bleak Monk, always someone I'm intrigued by off the bench, but also, again, his price is up to 5.1K. I do kind of like Keegan Murray for cheap. Played 35 minutes last game. Didn't do anything with those minutes, but um, at, at this price point, I think he is definitely someone I have some interest in for value. Terrence Davis is like, out of the rotation last game. Uh, and then, you know, Sabonis has gotten in foul trouble you know, more so early in the season, not as much of late. But if you think he gets in foul trouble, Matt too would be the guy that benefits. He's been playing the backup five. All right, Memphis. So John Morant, doubtful, not expected to play. Desmond Bain out. So Tyus Jones, the first guy I want to mention. I think he really stands out at 5.9K. Didn't have the best game last game. Don't care. I think he's one of the more mispriced players in the slate. Really, really like him. Dylan Brooks was surprised how low owned he was. Um, without everyone, he's only 50% owned. It's like, who do people expect to take shots with no Jaron Jackson to do? Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he shot 30 times. I think I joked about it. I was like, Bill Brooks might shoot 30 times. He literally shot 30 times. But with Jaron Jackson Jr. back, you would think maybe a few less shots for him um, and the price had come up. But I still have finished in Dylan Brooks just because he's going to shoot a ton when he's out there. Jaron Jackson Jr. has been limited the first couple games in 25 minutes. I mean, he absolutely smashed last game. I want to hopefully get some clarity on his minutes. Um, we may or may not, but like if he's no longer in a limit, I like him quite a bit. But I don't think he's going to all of a sudden come out and play 35 minutes. So hopefully we get some sort of clarity there in Triple J. John Conchar, back-to-back really good games. Um, I think he's fine in the mid-range, but I would rather get to Tyus Jones at a summer price point. Steven Adams, 5-4. You know, should play 25 to 30 minutes. Kind of just there. Clark will back him up. Aldama will move back to the bench. I don't think we have to get to guys like LaRavia or Roddy on a slate like this. That's going to wrap it up for Memphis. Let's move on to Detroit. So Detroit relatively shorthanded here. Both teams shorthanded in this game. Detroit, no Cade, no Stewart, no Sadiq Bay. Last game, they did start Isaiah Livers, but barely played him. Um, so Ivy, Hayes, Bogdanovich, these are the guys that should run the offense. Um, Ivy expect probably mid-30s minutes at 7K. I think he's a solid option there. Bogdanovich should get a ton of shots up, should play mid-30s minutes. He looks fine. Killing Hayes' minutes have been a little bit up and down. You know, if he plays mid-30s minutes, I really like him at this price point. If he plays like 25 minutes, not as much. But um, he's the guy that not a bad point for a guy, even though he's not that efficient when he's out there. Um, Bagley, Duran, those two will split the center minutes. I think both are 
fine options. Bagley has, has dealt with some foul trouble. Um, so the, the two centers for Detroit, I think, are pretty decent value plays. And this group of, like, Burks, Knox, Livers, Diallo, all fine. Burks probably got the highest ceiling. Um, but, like, yeah, Livers started, only played, like, 15 minutes or 16 minutes. You saw Kevin Knox get dusted off and played 23 minutes. Um, you saw a better run for Diallo. Like, if you want to target those other guys, you can in tournaments. But no one that really stands out there. On the Denver side, so Jokic doubtful, Jamal Murray doubtful, Bones probable, Aaron Gordon questionable. So, again, last slate, I got MPJ at low ownership, and the faders went unpunished. Oh, incredibly tilted about that. But, um, yeah, Bruce Brown, MPJ, Bones, Highland, they'll run the offense. Um, if Aaron Gordon's in there, like those those four would run the offense. Um, Bruce Brown will start at the point guard position, should play mid-30s minutes. I think he looks really good. MPJ's been awful, literally awful. But should play around 30 minutes, should get a lot of shots up. He's still someone I'm intrigued by. Would look a bit better if Aaron Gordon's out. Bones Highland at this price point, um, you know, he's not cheap, but he still should come off the bench and play probably around 30 minutes. So I still have interest in him. Aaron Gordon, if he plays and isn't limited, I like him quite a bit at 5.6K. So those are the main guys like Bones, Bruce, MPJ, Gordon. KCP is just there. I mean, he's cheap. He'll play a lot of minutes. His role never really changes with guys being out, though, because he's just a 3 and D guy. But, like, I'm fine if you want to play KCP. If he's not, if he knocks down the shots, he can definitely have a ceiling game at the price. DeAndre Jordan, Zeke Najee, they should split the center minutes. You saw a lot of run for Jordan last game, 34 minutes. Not sure if we get that again. Again, he's complete dust, but he's not bad point per minute. So, do we have Anderson Jordan? Again, Zeke Najee. He played 16 minutes. Those two probably split the center minutes again. If everyone plays DeAndre Jordan, you can look to Zeke Najee as a pivot in tournaments. Probably not going to get anyone else the likes of Devon Reed or Concha or Braun. Um, I don't think it's necessary to go to anyone else, though, on this team. And finally, Lakers and Suns really comes down to LeBron James, right? LeBron James, questionable. He's been questionable the last few games. So I think he's close to returning. If he misses, I mean, Anthony Davis has been phenomenal without LeBron. So I would like AD quite a bit if LeBron misses. If LeBron plays, there's really nothing that stands out on the Lakers side. Um, again, if LeBron's out, obviously AD looks good. Westbrook could look a bit better. Only played 23 minutes last game because of the blowout, but he's been good off the bench. Austin Reeves been the most consistent value play. He's probably the guy I like the best. Um, I played him a lot early in the season. It was so incredibly tilting. Got him at low ownership every time he would bust. Now all of a sudden he's starting to play really well. Um, Roder at 4-2, did play 23 minutes last game, did play in the blowout though. It's not like a great sign for his minutes. There's just a lot of guys now in this rotation for the Lakers that like the value is, it's it's hard to really trust a lot of these value plays for uh, the Lakers. Now LeBron James plays, that makes it way riskier to target any of those value plays. And finally, the Suns. So we already got news. Chris Paul's out. Obviously still no Cam Johnson, no Jay Crowder, no Shamit. I really like Devin Booker at this price point. Um, you know, I got him the other night uh, at 5% ownership, one for 80 fantasy points. So, uh, yeah, I think Devin Booker looks really good at the top. Last game only played 30 minutes because of the blowout. Um, yeah, I like him quite a bit. His assist numbers go up. His, you know, stealing goes up. I really like Booker. I think campaign, even at 7-1, is a decent option as well. He's going to be like the number two offensively. He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. So both guards, I like. DeAndre Ayton is solid against this Lakers front court. Should play mid-30s minutes. Um, I'm totally fine with Mikel Bridges, who probably plays close to 40 minutes in competitive game. We've seen a couple big games from him of late. Uh, Torrey Craig, totally fine value play. I think we get, you know, 30 to 35 minutes from him. Not a high usage player, but should start and, and play pretty good minutes. Again, in a good matchup. 
If you wanted to target someone off the bench, I think it would be Damian Lee for me. Uh, 27, 27, 23 minutes last couple games. So I do have some interest in him. Also a shooting guard, small forward eligible, uh, has shooting guard, small forward eligibility. So it's easy to get him into lineups. I don't know if I want to mess with anything else. Landel, Biembo, kind of splitting the back of five run. You've seen a little bit of run for Dwayne Washington, but I don't think there's anything else outside of Lee on the bench that I'd feel good about. So yeah, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the video. Um, it's good to be back. Um, but yeah, if you guys have been enjoying the content, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and I'll see you guys all in the next video.